1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think we all respect the game and the NFL shield and the integrity of this game far too much to, to, you know, be complicit in something like that this game matters too much to too many people and we want to play our best and um be proud of the result one way or the other and so um i know what we're going to do everything we can to go win this game uh and play the way we're capable of playing um and i hope that all the fans and everybody that loves the nfl uh will be proud of the game on sunday this is betql daily presented by FanDuel with the joes joe ostrowski and joe gilio from betql This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G with you on a football Friday as we look ahead to week 18 in the NFL. We're going to start throwing out some wacky uh, money line Parlay ideas for this weekend because if you think, well, what's the scenario for that team to make the playoffs or this one? Well, it takes dominoes to fall. We actually got this idea from Wink Martindale defensive coordinator for the ravens who's uh, obviously listening to the show talking mm-hmm. about a four team or three team parlay. Joe, a lot of these in the AFC, these scenarios revolve around the Colts. They have a win and in on Sunday against the uh, Jaguars. They are significant favorites in the game. And one of the biggest favorites we've seen, you know, you know, one of the bigger ones of the year. The number on that game is currently 14 and a half. So it's come down from 15 and a half, which is interesting. The Colts 14 and a half point favorites as we kind of play around with these money line parlays. That's why you're going to make a lot of money if this somehow hit or the odds would be big because the Colts are minus 1,200 on the money line. Jags plus 750. Look, all signs in the matchup, all signs in the motivation point to Indianapolis winning the game. It is interesting, though. We brought it up a couple times this week. I'm sure every show has. The Jaguars have not lost the Colts in Jacksonville. Or to say it the other way, the, the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. And that spans some pretty good Colts teams. Andrew Luck at quarterback. Philip Rivers at quarterback. Like the Colts have been generally good in this time and they've never beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Just a reminder but about no. the Colts that the Bears could have had Chris Ballard but they chose to not hire him when he wanted autonomy of the roster. Just a fun little note. Not
2: seems only like could a have had decision.
1: him. Yeah, it seems like he, a bad choice. Not
2: only could have had him. He was in the building for a long time. In yeah. You That's what happens there. When you know where the bodies are buried, when you know too much information about the team, you're like, you know what? This buffoon needs to hit the bricks. Like, oh no, no, we don't want too much. Whatever.
0: This buffoon needs to hit the bricks. Meanwhile, the buffoons are still in the building.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's one of the best drafters in the NFL. He's he's really good at evaluating talent.
2: He got hired, and he's like, and they're like, yeah, Andrew Luck's not your quarterback anymore. Oh, okay. You I'll don't have an offensive out. line because of well, who's a moron before him that didn't Grigson, know what he was. Ryan, yeah, Ryan Gregson.
1: Yeah, he was. He was terrible. Could... Why are you laughing? Well, he was an assistant so... with the Eagles back in the day, Ryan. Grigson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he, the guy ruined Andrew Luck's career. I mean, Andrew Luck yeah. should have applied. He should have applied. Made him quit. Canton. I know the guy got so beat up his spleen was bleeding out. They couldn't <laughs> block for him. Um, are the Colts going to blow this? I think not. I think they they're
2: win. winning, but are they covering? Are they going to no. win by 15 points?
1: That's. The I don't problem. think they're going to cover. I don't think they're going to cover. It's yeah. a lot of points. Aren't they going to take the air out of the ball in the, in the second half? Like, Carson, hand it off every time. Let's get to next week.
2: Okay, so perfect example of how many points are added. When we talk about inflated numbers, okay? So the Colts are going to be trying. I I don't know. I guess the Jacks are going to be trying. I'm sure there's some players that are already packing their bags. But for the most part, I don't buy too much into that. They're putting film on. Film out there for other future employers because most of them not going to be on the jaguars next year this line last week was eight and a half eight and a half oh colts you're playing for a playoff spot let's put on a six-point tax that's what's happening this week wow. this is why this is so it's you got to go jacksonville or nothing if you want to touch it at all i don't really want to mess with this game because it wouldn't surprise me if the colts take an early two-score lead and then they just tailor Taylor and then more Taylor with that offensive line. Uh, the, Jacksonville can't score. Uh, Tre- Trevor Lawrence's offense is averaging 10 points per game for the last half of the year. Okay. That's a pretty large sample size. It's been brutal. You know, it sounds out of this world, but can Jonathan Taylor against Jacksonville get 266 for 2,000 yards?
1: Wow. Well, I mean, we remember Derrick Henry. Was it last year in Week 17 against the Titans? He needed a crazy right. amount of yards, and he it was just like 220
2: something around. He did area. it.
1: He did, and it. he did it right. Well, bad great teams matchup. at the end of the year in a good matchup. Um, I just want to point this out about this matchup. And you said the tax, and I think that's obviously real. You know, these teams played in in the beginning of November, and, and the final score in Indianapolis was 23-17. Colts. Same teams.
2: Ooh. You can't take the Colts.
1: And- No, you You can't. You can't can't. tease the Colts.
2: Yeah, no, you can't. This is Jaguars or nothing. I will be doing nothing and just hoping that the Colts move on because I have my indie futures.
1: All right, let's talk about a game that will uh, have significant impact, obviously, on the playoffs uh, seeds and everything in the AFC. And that's the last spot, the Chargers and the Raiders. I think Mm -hmm. we can move past the idea they're going to take knees for three hours and just tie they're going to play. Chargers are three-point road favorites in Las Vegas. Um, the total in the game is 49-and-a-half. This is interesting. My, my first thought as the week started, Chargers are going to win the game. Better coach, mm-hmm. better quarterback, I think better roster. Then I've had this weird feeling all week with the Raiders. Like It's just they're, they've hung around. they For as much as I think I've said five times over the course of this year on this show, this is it. They're going to fall apart now. Too much, coach. Tragedy. They're not that good anyway. And yet here they are. They're playing for a playoff bid in Week 18. I'm. I think they. I think it's a game. I, I. I would be surprised if the Chargers run away from them.
2: I agree with you. They're a three-point dog at home, fighting for everything. Now I know the Chargers are doing the same, so that's that's not much of a handicap. But what is is that offense is different with Darren Waller. I mean, I, I'm the first one to point out how are they w- winning all these games. They're now on a three-game winning streak, and they can't score points. But it is a different look when Waller's there. Now, unfortunately for them, that the deep threat of Ruggs is not going to be returning. But I think they can hang around. And the other reason is that defense on the other side. It, they have been progressively getting worse all season, mm-hmm. this Chargers defense. And I know there have been some COVID issues, injuries. Every team deals with that. But, man, even when their dudes are out there, we know they can't stop the run. I mean, it's like they're proud of it. That they've been dead last throughout the entire season. I don't know how you give up 41 points to Davis Mills. How does that happen? You're, and it's not like, okay, that is the one outlier, that Texans game, you should flush it. Against one of the worst defense offenses around in the Broncos, they gave up 28. 20 27 to New England, that's not a juggernaut. They're, they're as average as it gets. I have a t- We're going to see some points here. Don't you think this one gets into the 50s? The last five Chargers games have all hit the over. I think the Raiders are finally going to be able to put some points up, and uh, they'll do their part. If I'm picking a side, give me the home team getting a full field goal with everything on the line.
1: Yeah, both these teams are top nine, uh, really top eight. If, if look at who's tied for what, but top eight in yards per play. These are these are good offenses. These are efficient offenses. I do think we see some points. It's a tough number. It's hard with the field goal not to take the the, the Raiders at home. The field goal. If it was two and a half, it was a little less. Maybe I'd be on the Chargers, but a full field goal. I feel like the the Raiders are the play.
2: Hmm. By the way. The Raiders are also in. It's not gonna. Ha- I don't think one part's gonna happen. We we're just talking about that Colts game. The Raiders are also in with a Colts loss and a Steelers loss.
1: They clinched before the game. The NFL would hate that.
2: Yes, they would. I really hope that does not happen. But Colts lost, Steelers lost, and they would be. In. And then the Chargers' only way in is a winner or a tie.
1: So if the if the Colts got upset, for us to have a fun Sunday night game, we need the Ravens to win. That would still make the Sunday night game a win and in. That would make it a true playoff game. Are you
2: gonna be are you gonna be amped up for this game?
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like if the, if it doesn't break the way you said and it, it's actually a win and in, I'll oh, well, I'll be excited to watch it.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's
1: not many games I'm excited to watch this it's weekend. Chargers
2: it's Raiders. Yeah, it's end. got some juice and it's Herbert. It's got and a I, little bit, a little bit.
1: And I it's am rooting right. for the Chargers because I don't. I'm not interested in the Raiders in the playoffs. i just. I want to see the Chargers in the playoffs. That's more fun.
2: I'm. I love the NFL so much, but for some reason I want the NFL to be mad. I want it not to mean as much. I want. I want the tie scenario, which is never going to happen. But, uh, yeah, it, sh- it should be a good one. I think it's going to be a higher-scoring one. I think so. Interesting. I believe this is the highest total of the week, and typically when we get to the playoffs, you don't see any games like that, and this is a playoff game.
1: I wonder how many totals we see, again, the rest of the season over 50. If this is the highest of the, of the week and it's 49-and-a-half, uh, a Bengals-Chiefs playoff game would be over 50.
2: Chargers-Chiefs
1: next week possibly but there's not going to be many there's not there won't be yeah. that many in, in, as we move forward here all right let's go to the Rams 49ers this one has implications for the NFC playoffs Rams win they could be the number two seed the 49ers win they're in they lose they could be out uh, it is currently Rams four point favorites on FanDuel forty four and a half on the total have, do we have clarity here is this Trey Lance again
2: or I think it's a, Trey Lance the okay. numbers tell we don't have it's not official and they're going to play games but the numbers are telling us that it's going to be Trey Lance. And all the reports coming out of San Francisco sound like it's Trey Lance.
1: The Niners have owned this matchup. That, that's I, the interesting they, part. Owned
2: it. Yeah. Yeah. And you got Trey Lance on the road for the first time. That is scary. Okay. Yeah. Your your season's nearly on the line. San Francisco's also in with the New Orleans loss. But here you go, Rook. Ha- have fun now. Now you're there's Aaron Donald on the other side. It scares me. But I do like San Francisco getting more than a field goal. I know the current number is, uh, is at about four. It wouldn't surprise me if that number goes back up a little bit because I think the sharper bettors are on the Ram side and the, the dreaded public dog seems to be the San Francisco side. So it wouldn't, I, I would expect it to go up a little bit once the announcement is made. And once we figure it out that Troy Lance is the official starter here, but the last three years, Shanahan five and O straight up against McVay. So you have that matchup, big advantage to Shanahan on the other side, you have Cooper cup. They're, they're going to be, they're playing for the division. So both sides have a lot of motivation here. There's a big difference between winning the West and just being a wild card team. When you're talking about the seeding in the NFC postseason. cup needs uh, 12 grabs, 136 yards to break two different records. Wow. If he does that, he's, he's going to be locked in as your offensive player of the year. I think if he breaks one of the records, he's going to be your offensive player of the year. Uh, th- the bottom line here, Joe G, is that I just can't bet on Matthew Stafford right now. And as the season has moved along, he's gotten worse. Uh, the interceptions are occurring at a higher rate, and the bigger the game is, the more Stafford melts. That's what I've seen throughout his entire career, even when he was with the Lions. So that's why I have a tough time laying more than a field goal with the Rams. So my lean is San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I would lean Niners too. The matchup, the coaching matchup, it's, it's all lean them. They, they really played well against the Rams that Monday night about a month ago. Plus 150, by the way, weekly special on FanDuel for Cooper Cup to have 135-plus receiving yards to break the record.
2: The receptions is a lock. So if yes. I see that, I'm definitely betting that. I think he goes over both.
1: I do too. He, he, I was listening to a podcast. I heard Michael Irvin on yesterday, and he was just raving about the the route runner he is. Like just like mm-hmm. he was basically saying, "I wish I could have run routes as well as Cooper Cup." Like he was like he thinks the guy's amazing at just finding a way to get open. He's always open. He's always a open.
2: Great, and it's a great matchup for him. So he has an opportunity to set all these records. And here's a beat up Niners secondary. Yep. So yeah, I, I definitely think that's going to happen.
1: Before we quickly get to Saints Falcons, because it's the other big game in the NFC, it's it's interesting how much is on the line, <clears throat> excuse me, results-wise, of Rams 49ers. So depending on what happens in this game, the Rams could be the two, they could be down to the five. And for the 49ers, they could be in, they could miss the playoffs altogether. And if they're in and they knock the Niners, me, if they're in and they knock the Rams out of the West, they could get the Cardinals next week. Like, the 49ers could go from being out or next week it's the Cardinals. People are going to think they're going to win. Like, this is such a shift with everything going on here and and the and the Falcons-Saints uh, game. Falcons, <laughs> you were
2: going to say another word.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was a shift. The Falcons-Saints the Falcon game plays a big part in all this, too. If the Saints lose, the Niners are in no matter what. Joe, the number is moving here. Saints, three-and-a-half point favorites now. It's come down. Three-and-a-half against the Falcons – total of yeah. 40 money seems to be coming in atlanta here
2: market agrees with you you've been all in on atlanta when the number was sitting at four and a half earlier in the week atlanta money continues to come in and we're driving this number down a bit fascinating because the saints need to win and people are betting on atlanta they see value there taysom hill under center they're not scoring points we're talking a little bit over 10 points per game in the over the last five when he starts they go under the total they are 7-1 to the under in the eight Taysom Hill starts. Uh, the Pitts injury. He's been limited throughout this week with a hamstring, so I'm curious about him. Something I, I just can't get away from, Joe G, is when the Falcons are playing bad teams, they perform well. They're 7-2 and two against non-playoff teams and against the good ones. They are horrendous with a point differential of negative 159. I'm not counting the Saints as a good team, so it wouldn't surprise me if Atlanta wins.
1: Yeah, I'm not either Joe O Joe G, it is BeckQL Dilly. More NFL games that matter. Parlays you should keep your eye on with implications for playoff spots. Next on the BeckQL network.